Connor, say the words. Uh-huh. Say, no, say I the words. I was right. Is that what you want me to say? Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to say it, but it was no. inevitable. Uh-huh. Was I right or was I right? I don't know. Well, I think we both said, spoiler alert, Murray Gold is back. Spoiler alert. It's been announced. We, bo- we both said he was... Spoiler alert. We both said he was probably going to be back. I said that I don't think he'd be doing season 14. And it's pretty much... It's all but confirmed he's doing season 14. Yeah. Who else, man? That's what Russell said in his uh, Instagram post. Who else? Maybe and a I fresh agree. face. <laughs> hey, get a fresh face when Russell leaves again. Oh, yeah. Y- you know, yeah, let's like... start thinking about the next era, just as, <laughs> as we haven't even had the first <laughs> episode of this era. That's how I please you. Like, Murray will be God soon, okay? I'm happy. I'm happy with Murray back don't get me wrong I'm sure he's gonna do a fantastic job all of his stuff always sounds different you compare how he ended Doctor Who to how he started it actually that's a lie I think he ended it and kind of went a bit full circle (laughs) but I reckon like that's a lie why just (laughs) early Pete era it's it's it goes quite different what's a lie uh no you said that I was just like I'm just making fun of what you said Uh nah I'm I was up I was up at like 3am because I couldn't sleep because spoiler alert I actually did get COVID, so again, 2.0, uh, so I was awake. Uh, COVID I was up at 3, I'm like, uh, I was like, and you know how like uh, recently they took them away and brought them back. They took away the ticks on uh, accounts. Oh, on Twitter. On, on Sorry. Twitter. I got really confused. And I, got I think I, the- I, I zoned out for a sentence and then completely No, that's all right. Up. And I went on Twitter and I saw it, and, but I know like they when the they eventually came back the ticks for accounts with over a million followers which the dot two twitter has mm-hmm. but i saw this thing so that said murray gold is back and i i'd seen a few of these floating around the last couple of days like there was like a quite con- convincing i didn't fall for it, it was a quite convincing matt smith one mm-hmm. um because accounts weren't verified for like 24 48 hours yeah so people were running rampant going this is a doctor who official account matt mm-hmm. smith's back mm-hmm. and i saw that and i'm like could it be is it real? No. And it was real. No. It was the official account. And I was just, I was ecstatic. The first thing I did was message our group chat and you were asleep, obviously. So I'm happy he's you're back. You're a normal person asleep at 3am. I'm happy he's back. I'm bummed he's back for season 14. I'm not bummed. Like he's fantastic. What's wrong but with you? Just with so much old boys back, you know what I mean? Like I'd love just to diversify a bit. You know, and there is, there's all the directors for series 14 are new and Murray's like, I can go and do a new score and stuff like that. And the other counter argument I have is that everyone's like saying, Murray's back. It's going to be the same show that it was. They're just doing season one all over again. And I'm like, oh my God, like everyone's like kicking up a big fuss about Murray. And it, and it's like, brother, like how many TV shows do you watch that you like, you don't even notice the score and that's not a bad thing you yeah, know what i mean like absolutely and most bbc shows at least <laughs> yeah like like why uh, he's back it's not it's great news but it's not you like you don't seem happy about it at all i'm just like a little bummed about the series 14 thing and like i just like genuinely really could do with some fresh blood because he's a very um percussion i don't know fucking anything about music like strings his yeah like his yeah. music as much as his stuff always does sound different and he did experiment with some synth stuff in the uh, Peter Capaldi era but like you can like I love the years and years score but I, I do think it sounds like it could be in Doctor Who it doesn't sound exactly like Doctor Who but and it's all this like big heavy drums like like yeah strings and the guitar going like and I just would have preferred a bit of a different sound maybe something a little bit closer to Sagun I like Sagun's work but maybe like a Sagun I can know that stands out maybe a little bit more than, than Sagun's did a lot of the time okay well you know like I 
I think you know you said that his 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 approach I think with with Peter Zero was very different to what he had done with the with Equison and Tennant yeah. Tennant and um and Smith. So I think we could actually get something really cool here. I was just look, I was just really happy and excited and I think this is just like it literally it actually is kind of like it's kind of weird actually but uh-huh. it literally is the original team like it's pretty it nuts it's julie it's phil it's russell mm-hmm. it's murray jane tranner uh who you would well, also know from succession well uh yeah <laughs> uh, okay she's produced on succession what really from it? Yeah. are you serious yeah she's a oh fuck really yeah, yeah. holy shit okay well david's back as well and donna and like of course a lot of other characters and it's like okay this does feel interesting like and it that, does that, feel like it's kind of 2000 and well i know it came back in 2005 but like when it was like 2008 2009 2010 you know like mm. it just kind of feels like a little bit that's where i'm a little bit like you know i love he's back for the 60th i actually if they didn't have him back i would actually be a little bit red flag thinking about red flags and stuff you know but it's the fact he's back for series 14 where i'm just like ah just that fresh bit of air would be nice. I'm sure he'll do a fantastic job. I'm sure come Series 14, I'll be singing his praises. But for now... I think it was just going to happen, see. man. Like I just think... Like, yeah. I'm not trying to... I, I know I was memeing. Russell needs new friends. He, <laughs> he, he needs to make, make new composer well, friends. that's the thing. Like I, I know I've been memeing hard on Twitter about it, but, you know... I I'm not a genius for guessing this. It wasn't... It Everyone wasn't, guessed it, though. That's the Everyone thing. guessed it, like... Yeah, but I guess it first, obviously, and uh, yeah, you know, you I was the ringleader. You were the bloody caveman, mate. You I don't know. I think people guessed he was in the, he was doing the six. I don't think a lot of people thought he was going to do season fourteen. I think no, nah, dude. I'd seen so much stuff about that. You didn't. I didn't. No, I, I said I think he could. Aiden the hater. You're so, oh, I'm mate. just saying, man. Like, Connor's like I, I got something right. Of, I didn't see a lot of it, so I don't no, know. I don't, know, I don't heaps, know who mate. you're following on Twitter. Well, you're but. the one that couldn't find the stuff that we were talking about this morning on Twitter. That's okay. Irrelevant. Let's. Uh, and then I did eventually find it, and I I I put it in a document and sent it to you because we do research on the show because we are the Fifty Percent Doctor Who podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fifty Doctor. My God, Connor, you did so well there. Well, I want to plug the Instagram because I'm actually doing, I'm actually doing good with the Instagram now. I'm posting pictures of Shooty, Shooty's booty. We clap for Connor and, and Shooty's booty, which is. And I just feel like you looking you, fine. You have fun on on Twitter. I want to do that on Instagram. You know? Have some Insta fun, mate, because I have Twitter to fun. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Hit subscribe. We're gonna get to 1,000 subscribers. If you like Ted Lasso, I have a spinoff tier Ted Lasso podcast with my good friend Vinny. Uh, enjoying it, had a lot of fun over there. It's good stuff. Good laugh. This week's episode, really fun. Like, like, of our podcast was, okay. was really fun. Yeah. I know you've got mixed opinions of where Lasso's at at the moment. I've been, I, I've been, I'm in shackles. I've been told not to talk about it. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Connor. <laughs> this is a Ted Lasso. This is a pro Ted Lasso. Pod. Although I am waiting for the invite to go on that show, but it just will never come. Yeah, did it get lost in the mail? Well, where's the invite? What? No, I'm, well, also on today's show, we we <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit more about the Murray Gold stuff because we did get some more insight from Doctor Who magazine. Uh, the stuff Connor sent to Aiden today. The the stuff. Yeah, so you you sent me the research. You did mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xmas filming continues, and I Shooties, say continues. Booty. Yeah, because they I, did film a little before i don't say reshoots a lot of people have been saying reshoots it's not reshoots 
I mean, it could be, but I, it, I don't think it is. Can it be reshoots if they haven't stopped filming? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, they, I, they obviously... Everyone we'll on get Doctor Who Twitter likes we'll to think they're some kind of fucking, like, filmmaker, don't they? Yeah, including us. Uh, then, of course, <laughs> we are going to review Rosa, um, which is... Yeah, I, I can't wait to talk about that. That's been one that I've been so excited for us to get to for a long time. That's mm-hmm. season 11, episode 3. And during that review, we're going to introduce a new, new segment. segment. Whoa. Imagine this late in the game with the reviews. We're bringing in a brand new segment. The segment is going to be called Big Doctor Energy. It's a pun on Big Dick Energy. Mm-hmm. Of course, the first in the first season of us having a female doctor, I have to introduce a segment called Big... Big. We're bringing the pants back. We've got it. Yeah. Well, I just refuse. I'm just that <laughs> yeah, much of a like, misogynist. Someone has to do it. Someone's got to have a, a dick. We need some pants around here. So, yeah. Like we said, hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And Connor, you know what I think we should do? Play the intro. Intro. Thank you for stalling. That's okay. That's what I do there. 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 percent. Pop, 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 cat, cat, cat. Ladies and gentlemen, Aiden's left the studio. He is back. I was reframing the camera because you were only half in shot there. And yeah, I'm sitting kind of weird today. You Sometimes are. Sometimes I try to... Uh, I blame you. I change my like pose up every episode mm-hmm. just to just to like keep things fresh. Just to be trendy. And sure. you just, you, the whole time you're just like this. Yeah, every week uh, I'm just, just like sprawled time. doing different things. Yeah. Um, a scroll? Is that what you said? A I scroll? said sprawled because oh, I'm, I'm like, I've got to do this, okay. I've got to do that. I've got to How have you been, Aiden? You been okay? <sighs> what? Why? What is this? What, what is this? A, we a mental be- health we check-in? We were beefing this week. We didn't beef this we week. We were beefing. We were, it was Murray brought out the worst in the other one, apparently. <laughs> I think you <laughs> thought that me. I was actually pissed off when we were messaging because I wasn't. We don't argue. We just we just fire. We just we tell just each other fight. to fuck we, off. We bicker. We bicker a little bit, you know. And I think, and I was like, let's break bread over Murray. Murray's head. <laughs> just smack it over his head and break it. What are you? Well, well, I was gonna say, what are you drinking tonight? It's summer's beer. It's boring. I just wanted to say. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be a basic bitch. I'm drinking a new pale ale, hazy, the purple haze, pale ale. So this yeah. Is- the Fremantle Dockers, my football club's new beer. And if anyone asks me how they're going this season, uh, no comment because it's not been a great I was going to say, it is, so I could see now it is Pirate Life, but that yeah, was who did it last crossover. time. But I was like, did they drop Pirate Life or something? No. Nah. it didn't look like... I like that. You, sh- you should definitely keep one as well like last year. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah. Um, football teams, they're great, aren't they? They, they exist. And, Maybe uh, that's why Aiden's so angry at the moment. Is it because of Frio doing so bad? I mean, it's probably that. It's probably my car costing me a grand. It's probably... Yeah, well, my car, I got I got a, a thing in my car today that's going to cost me uh, $1,200. Yeah, that's the big sad, isn't it? My brake pads snapped while I was going through a roundabout. I literally could have died. Like Safety. I literally could have died. I My brakes didn't stop and I had to like, you know, in like Revenge of the Sith in the first act when Obi-Wan like crushes that ship <laughs> and lands it with no brakes. That yep. literally is what I was like. I li- That's all I could think about because <laughs> I had to like glide onto, you were like, off I'm- the road onto grass. I'm laughing now, but. You landed and you were like, hello I, there. <laughs> I could have really, I could have been really hurt or crash into someone. So, you know, God bless. My mom said it wasn't my day to go today. Someone's looking out for me. Hmm. Uh, maybe it's to do this podcast. Who knows? Yeah, maybe on the way home, your Uber will have its brake snap, and then and then that'll be it. But yeah, one thousand two hundred dollars. Like, could could Money. like I got COVID and I fucking in the same week I get a one thousand two hundred dollar fucking car service fee. What next? Mm. Am I gonna get struck by lightning? It would make the story more oh, interesting. Fucking nuts gonna drop off or something. What's gonna happen next, Aiden? I hope you're not struck off because then I can 
eat them. Good protein, mate. <laughs> don't know what's going on there. Murray, Murray G, we said he's back. Uh, Doctor Who magazine gave us a few little tidbits as to little nuggets. Uh, we won't go into all of it because uh-huh. you should read it yourselves when it comes to Australia. Yeah, loves to support. In three years' time. Media. Uh, but, the, but the big things are uh, he's been teasing that there's going to be more than one theme song, right? He was like, mm. who says there has to be the same theme song every week? Why can't we change it every week? And Aiden's like, I want more. I want something different. <laughs> he's well, like, I'll change it every week. How about that? And not happy. Like, no. Oh, no, that's Don't too much. <laughs> I hope, um, Don't change it every week. I'm yeah. keen for this whole like different one every week for the mm-hmm. 60th. But then I hope like come series 14, we get a stable one that, that helps to like create like a brand consistency thing throughout the era. Yeah, I mean? they seem to be doing the same thing about the costume. It seems to be like, you know, like... Swippity swap. Yeah, so I feel like, yeah, maybe they would change up the... It'd be interesting if, like, you know, we, we're getting um, this, like, 60th episode. I wonder if, like, the... Say for the theme for that episode would be, like, quite... You know, it's like... Uh, I got chills and multiplying. So they're like going to... That, that beat over... So over it's not going to be a Doctor Who theme. It's going to be... I can't even do it. I can't even do it. One week... One week it's going to be Grease. Yeah. The next week it's bloody... uh, High school musical. (laughs) Who says we have to let it go? You know how they have a unit episode as well? So that that one could be like... Like What does that mean? Like like it's like really like in your face. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, it's quite... You know, but then well, the then, 60s one can be a bit like a... You know what I'm saying? Maybe Murray's listening to this going like, oh, I don't have any ideas, but that slaps. That's actually a great idea, though. I, yeah. I know I didn't think of it like that, where like the themes can set up the 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 mm. error of the episode. They can work to set that up. Yeah, I mean, like you know, you need. I think if, look, you need something to stand out these days, and I think that's kind of what he's referring to. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious if that would cross over into. To maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm these nuts. I, but I, I'm also part of me is like maybe. What if they're like? What if it's like RTD episode one of the sixtieth? is like very it's just like a series four episode right you what keep if, saying this we what? don't know that at all trust me i've been there <laughs> I, I was on like, set you're always like I've the seen first it episode is just going to be setting up the doctrine and drama like have you got like an advanced copy or i've seen it mate i was there on set i, I actually wrote it okay um all right but but I'll you know nice up yeah. general general vibe is is series is episode one is like series four vibes right so what if they like whip out the series four theme then right maybe he's like re-recording it so it's a little bit different i would love to hear that and then i would love to i know i know it's like one of those things where i keep being like change it up but i'd love to hear that bring it back and then it's like uh, special two like we strong rumors that mel's gonna be in it maybe we hear mccoy's theme no you hear a scream and then it goes ah you hear a scream theme. It's like a screamo theme. That, mate, we already got that. That's 12's title sequence. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Uh, but, yeah. but maybe it's like they're, they're re-recording them, but they're going to be a theme that relates to maybe an error that's represented in each episode. Maybe. I don't fucking know, mate. I don't fucking know. 
yeah, so he says, what I would say is we might be uh, talking about more than one main theme. I don't see why it can't be a different one each week. Which, okay. to be fair, that I don't see why not. <laughs> but I don't see why it couldn't be a new doctor. Can't every week. About every, yeah, you can say about <laughs> anything. It's like, and that's probably the same thing they're doing about the costume. It's like a different costume each week. Because why not? Because we're changing. Uh, you know, we're going to the '60s. We're also doing a unit episode. We're blah blah blah. You know, this is a Christmas episode. Why isn't he not wearing a, a Santa's fucking hat? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like. He also says something along the lines of like Donna's theme is going to be very present in special one, which again ties into the whole thing that like episode one's very Donna doctor setup thing. Yeah. So he says he teases here. Um, it's notable that you're going to get some old uh, music. For example, there's a little bit of Donna's theme as soon as we hear her. It's funny. He says hear her. So we must hear her first. Yeah. I'm, what, what nerd, I'm like, Ooh, we hear her before we see her. I'm no. like, me pitching the 60th in my head. Like, I thought that as well. Start, like, okay, we're going to hear her before we see her. Here's what it's going to be. That. It's either going to be granddad. Yeah. Or it's going to yeah. be Norris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then also, also, Sorry, uh, I just I touched you with my toes. I know, very cold uh, feet there. Yeah, my feet are cold. It's cold in Australia. It is. Uh, they also said they're going to be using... There's a bit of the Doctor's theme in there as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. But not all, all old recordings, all the music that I've done so far is brand new, even when it's um, evoking an older theme. Then I think for sure it's important that uh, the music feels brand new. So, go on, Aiden, you hater. How can you hate him for saying oh, that? He's, he's saying all the right things, right? But th- there is just like a dark cloud in my mind that keep saying no oh aiden you have to be angry about something you are a doctor who fan yeah be okay. angry and then it thunders lightning and it's like this era's fucked and it's not even started yet which is a lie i think everything looks fantastic for this era so. uh, are you mad about this finally gold spoke about their mia season 10 soundtrack release he wow. says i don't know what happened well <laughs> you know what I happened know. i don't know what happened to it well all those world events happened but it's out there somewhere. He continued, look, it will come out. That's an exclusive. The season 10 album will see the light of day by hook or by crook. So I just love how he's like, I don't know what happened. I know. What do you mean? It's your score. What do you mean you don't know what happened? And he's like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, COVID happened. But season 10 came out in 2017. Yeah. It was like a couple <laughs> no, years before the pandemic. My, my theory is... It's so funny. I love Murray. I think... Did the Series 9 soundtrack get released in like 2019, 2020 or something? Yeah, it was later. Yeah. It was, it was really late. My theory season is... Season 11 had either about to come out or it had come out or something like that. Yeah, I think it might have already come out. Yeah, because it had the it had the, the logo, the Doctor Who, Jodie's yeah. logo. Yeah. I think my theory, based off literally nothing is that he went in and did like the edits and like the final sound mix and, and whatever whatever he's involved in the post-production, maybe like doing some kind of re-recording for the album release because we know that they do do something special for the album. It's not just they rip it straight from the show, right? So part of me thinks maybe he went and did 9 and 10 together and 10 was going to get released like shortly after and then COVID happened and I, I don't know how that affected it. But I, yeah, I, I wonder if he's done his part of it already and it's just the final copy just sat on someone's desk waiting for it. And then maybe got to a point where they were like, the 60th is coming up. That'll be huge. So surely it's coming out this year. I hope so. And I really do hope we get some kind of um, vinyl release of the records that haven't been put on vinyl. I think that'd be a really great thing to happen. Uh, Give me my money. Do they not want to make money? Like stupid. Are they insane? Stupid, stupid Doctor Who. A Christmas special. We said said it's filming. Filming continues. 
no and, Aiden it's reshoots it's fucking reshoots no I, I, I understand so so recently Rachel Stelly put out a tweet and she, she was kind of disgruntled that someone had referred to some of the stuff that they were shooting for the 60th as reshoots and she said no it wasn't reshoots it was just that the TARDIS wasn't mm-hmm. ready to be shot in at the time so we had to shoot and that she said stuff it really later. upset her like Something about Rachel being upset makes me want to, like, cry. Well, she's so sweet. I think for me, it's like, I kind of understand now that referring to something as reshoots, which shouldn't do, but it it does come with negative connotations, right? You you want to actually think something's for shooting, something wasn't right, which is true. Like, if you do reshoot, it's because things aren't right. But that's okay. That's the nature of film production and giving yourselves enough time to, to figure that stuff out. It's a problem solving thing. You know that. So I understand that there can be like negative connotations attached to that word. So people use it saying that this is reshoots and stuff. I don't think that's the case. We've never seen this stuff being shot before. And we know that when they were shooting the Christmas special, Shooty was filming Sex Education. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they'd obviously scheduled this out. And they the, it's just the way it worked out that this episode's been split up, being filmed across like a, a month or two, you know? And, and they filmed yeah. another episode in between. Well, yeah, it's it's back and they're back filming in Bristol, so it could easily just be like a scheduling thing, like oh, we need, we need to make sure all the crew can be ready to go to Bristol like next week. You yeah, know? there's so Simple many. Yeah, now we have the main leads here. We can now go to Bristol and do this and that. You know. Yeah, and um, one yeah, of, man, it looks great. One of the first it things really does. I thought was the stuff we saw of Millie. I I swear at one point she was acting against a green screen like outside in Bristol mm-hmm. and like someone was like what are they gonna do CGI Shooty in and, oh, God. and then like Shooty was on a street and I'm like I'm sure it's the same street that they shot on already like I'm sure it is and part of me was like are they gonna cross it the- are they gonna green screen Shooty in with that? 100% that's not what's happening right. but part of me was like is there merit is there method to that madness I don't like man filming schedules are whack like mm-hmm. Before they did all this, the 60th, uh, 60th, sorry, the 60s shooting mm-hmm. for all the, um, for the 60th, 60, 60s episode. I keep saying the 60th. Yeah. The 60s episode. That yeah, nice. Doing. Um, good words. Both, fuck you. Both, both <laughs> Millie and Shooty posted, um, like them, like on separate holidays. Yeah. And then like a couple of days later, they were filming the 60s episode and then now they're in Bristol. It's like. All over the place. It's insane. Mate. Like it's actually crazy. Like I think like some people, and it's fine. I I think some people don't really understand sometimes how it works. Like when I was a kid, I was like, why don't they just shoot episode one to like thirteen in order? Mm-hmm. It's just not how it works. Put it this way. Yeah, you know, that's how I thought it worked though. I've often thought like that kind of thing. Like sometimes I, I do say things. I dumb things down a lot on this podcast now because I've become aware that there is a lot of stuff that people just aren't aware of in the film world, like mm-hmm. of, of filmmaking and stuff. And I don't know what the cotton room floor that's means. That's totally fine. <laughs> Can I say, this is probably going to sound a little bit dicky, but I spoke to an editor of a film. No, he was the DP of a film on um, when I graduated uni, right? He, uh, he was a cinematographer on another film and it didn't really come together. And I was sort of talking to the cinematographer and obviously I wasn't like, what the fuck happened there? But I was just chatting and he was a good friend of mine. Loser, is that what you said? And yeah, I was like, you fucking doing that, you loser. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like, so basically what happened was instead of doing a take, so in film world, you'll do someone's close up. Usually you'll run like the entire scene or a segment of a scene and then you'll change onto the other camera shot and do the other person's close up, right? Mm-hmm. You'll do the full scene, Right. What these people did, what this director and producer and stuff did for no reason, they did it, they would shoot someone's line, 
Then they would turn around and film the other person's line. Then they would turn around and film the first right. person's line. Yeah. And they would go back and forth. You know the kind of stuff you do when you're like... No, yeah, well, you do it, very you young. Do it all in one, so it doesn't like it's changed. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you, you and, and also like fluidity for actors and things yeah. like that. That stuff's so important. And, and these people at, at the end of their film degree were doing that, right. and I was like, "Huh," <laughs> I was just very fucking puzzled. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what movie taught me that I existed? What you'll never guess this. It's the fucking in between this movie too, when we were watching the behind the scenes that scene with like we're at the top of the the slide it's like talking to that bloke and it just like keeps calm between it's like oh you're gonna lose no you're gonna lose they're gonna i remember watching the behind the scenes and it was just like it was just like simon bird doing all the lines like one after each other yeah and i was like whoa that makes so much sense what is like, editing yeah, yeah and i was like oh shit that does make sense like you know what maybe those guys just didn't watch the in between us two bonus features yeah you know and that's, that's the okay. thing it's like we assume and i think a lot of doctor who fans who have been exposed to confidential and stuff we, we all know a decent amount about that kind of thing intellectuals and I, I think people that haven't seen that stuff don't know that kind of thing a lot of the time and i think sometimes we just assume that a lot of people know that stuff so well, aiden credits confidential for for me being a film mr yeah. film man yeah there was a, a sonic screwdriver kind of on set we saw Shooty doing a wavy thing, but no one saw a Sonic. Yeah. We could just see him waving it. So it's either... Was there a green screen behind him? CGI Sonic. Sonic yeah. <laughs> or, or, I mean, maybe it was just CGI Sonic. Or we couldn't see it. But I, I think it sounds like he actually didn't have a Sonic there. Right. So maybe it is like, it's not quite ready yet. So they're just going to be effective. Oh, well, I wonder if they're going to keep the one that they used for the 60th because David has a new one. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Because big rip to Jody's spoon Sonic that oh. got destroyed in this week's comic. Spoiler alert for Liberation it, of the yeah, Daleks it gets, in, it gets, in Doctor Who magazine. It gets shot by a Dalek. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, all right, they need a new Sonic and somehow... DT got the Sonic. And from what I've seen from the set piece of the new Sonic, it looks pretty cool. Looks yeah, like I like it. It's like a whisk. The Fortnite leak has it looking really long, but I think that's because that's how Fortnite works. You have oh, to like no, hold it with really? two hands, and so oh, you gotta like. God, yeah, run with a one with a. It's fucking, like a cane. Uh, like yeah, Sonic with... Kane returns. <laughs> Sonic Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Get the Sonic Kane in Fortnite. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Any, anything else you want to touch on with that Christmas filming or Murray Gold back, or should we go into the review? Yeah, man, looks great. Um, I just think the costume looks beautiful, and uh, he seems to be. I think he's knocking on Ruby's door. I think so. Not bit not, weird, knocking okay. on Ruby's door. I mean, like, is it gonna be? What's he gonna do? Like, is what's he, he saying? Is he putting his head through the cat flap? Hello. And it, well, you know, hi. That's a reference to to Rose. Rose, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, do we have cat flaps still? They're more big Surely. in the UK, aren't they? How else is the adipose supposed to leave the house? I think people started getting rid of cat flaps and door stuff because um, it like would like intruders could come in. Hold on, I have a dog flap in my house. Yeah, but. You know, you can lock yours, can't you? Uh, I think we can, but we don't. That's what I'm saying. Spoiler like, alert. You can... Well, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. My house gets robbed next week. <laughs> but, yeah. I Being in that industry, I can just tell you a few things. I've never done anything illegal, but I know how to... I would know how to get in. Well, that's, but I'm not... You'd need a big fucking stick, bro. No. What are you talking... What, are you going to climb through the dog flap? Is no. Go on. I'm the, climb climb no, right now. No. Climb through my fucking just, dog flap. I'm just saying, this, this is how terrible people think, and I'm not a terrible person, so I would never do it. They climb through the dog flap. No, that's My dog's impossible. this fucking big. That I could have fit my big toe through the dog flap. That, it would be impossible. You couldn't... Are you like a... You know those people who like fit themselves in like suitcases and stuff? 
Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's, that's me. You need someone like that. I no, crawl up. No I, nonce. Yep. Mr. Fantastic, me. squeeze his hand through. And, yeah, yeah, you get. Yeah, but I sadly there are ways to do it, and it's pretty easy if you know, and it's terrible. Put it this way: if you know, you know. If we're good, we're good. Succession reference. Let's get on with the review. You got that. Can I ask me what this week's episode is called? Uh, what's it called? I don't forgot. Rosa. Oh, yeah. It is the third episode of the 11th series of the British Science Fiction Television Series program, Doctor Who. It was written by Mallory Blackman uh, and executive producer Chris Chibnall and directed by Mark Tondari, who did last week and we know is returning in in season 14. Uh, It was first broadcast on BBC One on the 21st of October 2018. Man, this season came out late in the year. In the episode, the Doctor, Jodie Whittaker, and her companions, Graham, Ryan, and Yaz, arrive in Alabama in 1955 and find themselves seeking to stop time-traveling criminal Crasco. Also, basically, time-traveling racist. Yeah, the, the, the space racist, yeah. Spa- yeah, we've gone from a space race to a space racist this week. From preventing Rosa Parks <laughs> influencing the American civil rights movement during the Montogamy... Montogamy... Montog- yep, that's Montgomery right. Montgomery Burns. That's good. I'm really glad that I've butchered this major, historical, powerful event. Uh, but the whole bus bus riots, um, they're trying to stop the bus riots from happening, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Rosa Parks, big figure, big yeah. story, a massive influential mo- moment in, in Earth's history, very important one, and, um, and, and what a fantastic idea for a Doctor Who episode. With that, it comes with a lot of weight and a lot it needs to get right. Kind of in 2017, 2018 mm. when this episode first came out what did you think of rosa really liked it yeah and i think this was like this was a point for me where i was like okay this show can be really great when it wants to be yeah but with everything that we'd gotten previously the last two episodes i was just not really feeling it and then this one i was like okay they cooked damn they're good yeah and yeah. I, I do recall this was the first Back in the day, this was the first episode that really got... Uh, it was like the first thing we heard about Jodie's era was that uh, Chris wanted to do uh, educational episodes. Like yeah. back to what it kind of like Doctor Who was supposed to be back when it first started mm-hmm. 60 years ago. It was supposed to be like an educational show. And I thought that was a really cool idea. And I, that was the, epi- the episode of like Rosa Parks was going to be an episode. That was like the first thing I think we heard. I like how Chibnall really did run with that. We know in his era, there was a lot of... There, there was some like educational was it like games or things that connected that like uh, specifically for use in schools that connected to like rosa and i think there was one on nikola tesla's night of terror yeah there was like these little releases things that were used yeah. from the show to uh, as like educational packages which i think is really good and it goes back to the roots of dr Hill, and it's a very specific thing that i think chibnall wanted to do yeah i really like that idea i think it's really cute and it's really special episode i think I really liked it back in the day. I watched it, a rare episode where I watched it with my girlfriend on, on release. Oh, okay, yeah. She loved it. Like, she doesn't like Doctor Who. I think this, this is the only episode where she finished it and I was like, oh, that was really good. She didn't care for, for buddy Kango Skango, whatever his name was. What's his name? Mr. Um, racist. Mr. Yeah, Captain fucking Racist Man. Yeah. Uh, but but other than that, like, she, she really loved it and I, I really loved it. I, I think the only negative I had back then was like when that last song which i think is amazing comes on i just remember being like wow and rise up and you, you like jump in your seat a little bit like whoa we're, we're, there's a song playing right now yeah which to be honest i feel exactly i think i feel exactly the same way about this episode now yeah i and you know what seriously like 
the space racist actually like as like a villain didn't actually bug me as much as it no. did in the past. I He's think good. I think oh, the bad. But, yeah, I'm yeah. being so careful what I say. I'm pro space racist. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I. That's a joke. I Jesus. Uh, no, I think the. I think it's actually a really interesting idea that uh-huh. this space race would want to go back to manipulate history, so this Very kind clever. of thing didn't happen. And you know what? I think it also. Do you know what's funny? I think the worst character in this episode is kind of the Doctor. She doesn't really do anything. Like, it's the companions who get to, like, do shit. And I love that. Like, yeah. She doesn't really do anything at all. And, like, the we get people, like... That's very, that's yeah, very classic, like, William Hartnell, Doctor Who, though. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I would know all about that, you know? Oh, yeah, all the episodes um, you've watched. Mm-hmm. All zero of them. But, but, Sorry, I've seen twice upon time. <laughs> twice upon time. The accurate portrayal. I, I, I think <laughs> yeah, the real portrayal. The doctor, the doctor works as... I think Jodie, at least in this season, is pitched as a primary school teacher. I think that's really great. Like, just the way that, that she works, that she's, like, colourful, like, her clothing and stuff. But then, like, even down to, like, whiteboarding stuff on, on the wall to plan stuff out, she's, like, helping her students mm. figure things out mm. along the way she's not giving all the answers they're trying to do it a bit together and i really like that i, I thought jody was good in this episode i think just before we move on from crasco i think he was like so his like story is he's a racist he was in storm cage which was a cool reference as a vortex manipulator cool reference yes is that the is that the prison we see that's where, river, where that river was trapped oh okay, okay. yeah i thought i knew it right okay yeah yeah it's it's the like the warehouse looking that's place. the thing they, they say this season real quick sorry i know you're saying sorry I know, they say the season has like no references there's that there's a vortex manipulator and mm. she says cheap and nasty time travel which is what missy says yeah cheap and nasty time travel about that's the vortex it. manipulator that's free references mm-hmm. so, all, all the references mate yeah yeah i i think this uh crasco is is pretty underdeveloped and that's the key things right he, he went to stormgate storm is it stormgate or storm storm cage he, he was at storm cage and he's a space racist that's his character and i fucking love that i love that he's literally just a fucking nobody like just racist because people like that i just kind of just fucking nobodies half the time right recluses uh nobodies yeah just like i, I outcasts you know i thought it and the thing is as well, you could argue, yes, maybe he could have been fleshed out a little bit more, but I think if he was fleshed out more, I think it would take time and a lot of things, a lot of the focus away from what is the most important thing is that people are racist, people were racist, people still are racist, but it takes, but like people like Rosa Parks who stand up are so brave for doing what they did and it would take away from that moment, I think, if you did have Crasco going, here is my master plan to bring racism back. Wow. Do you like that? that I love that. I like, I like the glasses being taken off. For the audio for listeners. The audio listeners. I, yeah, yeah, take the glasses off. Yeah. I think they did... Um, I completely agree. I think they... They really... Oh, do you know what? I'm going to say it. I think they did a fine job at making him evil and not giving him enough screen time for you to... Yeah. where they were trying to maybe make you sympathize with him he was just he was just a he was just a bad dude yeah okay just a bad dude mm-hmm. you know and bad man i think i think i just really i really messed with the episode i thought it was great i, I fucked hard bro oh 
I really like it. Hard and raw. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always has to go back to that. And yeah. Jesus. But, well, I didn't. Um, I wasn't. I was just saying like I fucked with it. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. I forgot to say it, so I just said yeah. I fucked. Uh, I think the best thing about it, though, is that we actually get time with Ryan and Yaz. Yes. And that's something I don't think... Those scenes are far from in between. There's even like a there's even like a romance in it that doesn't really go anywhere. I always... And I didn't know if this was just me, and so I was going to wait for the season to pan out. But I always, in my first watch of season 11, thought that there was going to be a Yaz-Ryan mm. romance. I seriously thought there would yeah, be. Yeah, me too. I thought, well, this episode kind of highly hints towards it they're just a little bit like flirty from like not flirty they're just it's hard because you don't know like they're just being good mates but it, there is like something that is it's, like it's funny because well, like they, won't they? it's meant to be like an episode that's going to educate children but i also think it doesn't treat kids like kids it, it is very it's very um very raw it's just it is what it is and it doesn't hide the fact this is the world we live in even down to the fact that we get a, a reference to Yasmin sneaking into someone's bedroom when she was in year 10 to presumably have sex with them you and I think sneaky that girl. I think that's a reference that's actually quite I like stuff like that I think it adds character Ryan's mm-hmm. like he was punching well above his weight mm-hmm. and it's like oh, okay so now Ryan likes Yasmin so, uh, yeah, so I like that mm-hmm. you know but also I think you know taking away the sexy time I think they do just have scenes together where Ryan is kind of just like you know today or December 1st when Rosa did what she did like it did change a lot of things but it didn't change everything mm-hmm. and I think there's a really great scene where they are just sat down where they literally have to like run out of a motel because the police are coming in and you can't fantastic scene like the, that police so scene as well scenes. was fantastic the the supporting cast was so, so great good. like everyone who all these like americans who i i might be wrong here but i'm assuming they're putting on an accent probably a lot of them are yeah like even like this there's like a side character that i try and like fuck with his bus schedule and the doctor's like you're gonna go see frank sinatra and he's like my wife loves my sinatra wife. i was like this is just such a funny performance that, i know like, is convincing like it's so good and even down to i i would personally find doing a role like that incredibly difficult to be racist on screen and make it believable yeah but i think the support and cast i got even people who are in just like little scenes like the first time we see uh, racism aimed towards the the fam is when mm. Ryan gets slapped. Oh yeah, that was a good. And good I scene. think just the just the uh, the the guy they got to play him was just so convincing, so angry, yeah. so hateful, and it keep really, your hands off my wife. Yeah, it, it, it's just like it was. It, do you know what this episode really did for me? So I'm talking too much. I'll just say one more thing because I fun. actually really loved it. I just I think this episode in the best way possible was really hard to watch. I struggled yeah, okay, yeah. to I struggled to watch scenes because it was just so confronting for me. That's probably a, a good compliment to give it. But I think it is. Uh, I think, yeah, th- there's some fantastic stuff in it. I think, let's just start before I forget. You know, I always like to say this, but I love me... What do I love, Connor? I, I love me some location ah, filming. Ah, location filming, yeah. In was any South TV Africa? Pro? This was t- TV pro? TV show. Sorry, I, I can't talk today on, on a podcast. Um... South Africa, yeah, they film us in, and <laughs> the big spider story. I I just think the Saki spider. What? There was like a story where Jody got attacked by a spider. A South African spider. Yeah, it was in oh. South Africa. Yeah, interesting. I think it was when they were filming Rosa. I think for me, this shows like 
obviously they're not you know in like a south african desert or anything they're just taking advantage of the fact that they have like different architecture in south africa and and like the i guess the sun's like a similar vibe and i think that this goes a long way to show how important location filming is in terms of just setting up an environment like this because i i the one flux is an imperfect just fun ride right we know that we agree with it it's fun one of the things that i know there was no workaround for it but flux doesn't have a lot of location filming and it's covid central mate it's covid central you got episode two where they got a fuck ton uh, which is great but it's just doc two in a field again which is it's fine and I, I think it looks amazing that stuff it really does yeah but then you you and then you have like dan street a hundred times <laughs> <laughs> liverpool stadium but but there's times where it's like you know when they're on like once upon time and they're on like the cgi desert planet and stuff and it's kind of quite obviously cgi it's very good it is good but they have the pier head and stuff don't they yeah like the, that's what i mean like there's lots of like liverpool things and stuff like that but like just i would have loved to have seen them actually go to some slightly different environments which i know like it's not criticism because they couldn't right it was covid central mate. so it makes you appreciate this more yeah and i I think it does make me wonder like how big and adventurous and maybe like slightly more believable and better could flux have been if they did have these kind of resources available i think flux is a fun ride i don't want this to come off as a criticism of flux at all but yeah fantastic uh, location work but also just production design in terms of like the buses they've got all the costumes that stuff's all fantastic yeah, no, man. I think the episode, what it does best is like it actually, it actually utilizes what the characters are uh, going through and what they actually stand for. And yep. we get to see, we actually do get to see stuff like, uh, you know, Graham is a bus driver, mm-hmm. which comes into like it comes into play. Yeah, you know, Grace would mention about the the bus driver who was telling Rosa Parks to sit into the into the the uh, black people only section you know mm-hmm. that's how I think it's a really good callback you know it's like that's how that's how he knew what his name was uh, Ryan has issues with uh, being uh, picked on for being black you yeah. know racism we have Yaz who is working in the police force who also has to deal with racism of being mm-hmm. like a, a Muslim going to like the mosque and stuff and all that kind of thing she gets called a fucking Mexican in this yeah that's the thing that yeah Pfft. That, that's just where it's like kind of hard to watch you know you've seen just people say that kind of thing that's what i mean i don't i can't i can't actually like i think i slept in this episode for way too long i actually don't think i've seen an episode of doctor who that actually has affected me like this in a while like, i really don't like, i found it really confronting there were words said in this episode that i don't even want to say out loud yeah, i know i was thinking about and, like yeah I don't know how I don't know if it was maybe a different time I don't know if you can say that kind of thing now I might be wrong but to me it was like it was it was just I don't know man I just think like life is just fucking hard and stuff like this happened and it's just I think it's something that we just need to look back on as like uh, as like humanity and be like incredibly ashamed of of course it's just it's just it's just incredibly depressing that all and like don't get me wrong unfortunately it still happened now i mean even look at stuff now it's like i'm not saying racism's gone away but we now have like the trans issue and like gay rights and stuff and you know we have these bigots who want to fight all these issues that just aren't issues we know? have and these crascos these crascos yeah you know and i think this episode it's just such a it's such a great interpretation of what it was really like in these times where 
people should quite frankly just be completely and utterly like ashamed of themselves yeah no i agree it's it's disgusting man it, it and i think it was a fucking great episode though i think they i think they i i really don't think they could have done it better maybe in a few little areas but i i uh-huh. really fucking loved it i fuck with it big time you know what the biggest theory that never went anywhere was was Ryan um yes <laughs> no there was a there's a suitcase where it's like i don't know crasco's fucking oh yeah when they get traveling suitcase mm. and there's like three letters on it and like after this episode ed i just remember like the socials being like what do the three letters mean what does like efg or whatever the letters what do they mean and i just remember like so getting into that and i was like who the fuck's crasco working for gang crasco's gonna be back wait till we see the suitcase in episode 10 yeah so yeah. that's where it landed that's tim shaw's like oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i am racist my tim suitcase <laughs> <laughs> finally finally yeah <laughs> tim shaw's just a racist yeah oh finally i can be you i can be this evil man i am tim shaw this is actually how tim shaw talks so that's the word tim shaw. i am tim shaw i am racist i am racist tim shaw <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like I don't know. I I think that stuff is kind of like silly, but I agree. Like I don't think they could have. I don't think they could have done it in a different way without them trying to. Because we even have stuff with like so or like the master or something. Like you kind of sympathize with them, and I feel like yeah, they could have really. You're right. When they, I think they were, when they were writing this, I think they had to walk like a a a thin line. I think there's a decision and it, this is 100% something that they would have spoken about, I bet you. Because the ultimate source of conflict for this episode would have been if, like in terms of a climax, would have been like Rosa getting off the bus early or or something like that and the doctor having to be like, Rosa, you need to go on the bus right now. Like, you need to do it. And then, and then she goes and does it. I, 100% that was a conversation that would have been had. I think it was very a wise and brave decision to make sure that it was Rosa that made that decision for herself. Mm. The doctor and companion's actions do not at all influence what Rosa ends up doing on the bus. And I think that's a really good, a really good uh, idea because if you do start fucking with that kind of thing, you take credit away from Rosa making that decision for herself and being brave enough to stand up for herself. So I think it, it was a really good thing. Just the plot in general, just quietly, we didn't really say it's like, it, it, it's, Crasco trying to like he's just doing everything possible yeah we kind stop. of briefly mentioned it yeah to stop the events happening because he's like a space racist a space racist yeah and like yeah but, I, yeah like what I mean is like I, I think this is such a great plot that you could use in literally any like historical episode like someone trying to stop this significant event from happening and I just thought it's the perfect plot to use for this episode. I don't know how it's not really been used before. I'm sure someone's going to be like, excuse me, in the fucking War Games episode three, there was this plot, but... Actually, Aiden, that's where you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but but like, I think it's a great plot. They can only really use it once, but it's fantastic. I, I love like alternate history and people trying to fuck with time and things like that, so... Yeah, I think it's a really yeah. great idea. And I think it's a, an incredibly interesting storyline for an episode that I think you know what people always mention Rosa and I was like yeah it was good it was fine now mm. I now I get it like now I really get it I think I think this is like I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it before but I think this time I watched it I was like I really enjoyed just the little location the film the film locations and just like 
the way it was directed was like mm. really fun. It's like a lot of like, it's all like, oh, moving shots. It's like sweet. We get like the that first Tardis, Tardis like, appearance yeah, shot was so great. good, man. <laughs> John made me laugh, JD. JD can't fly the TARDIS. It's like, dude, did Chibnall really come in here and then make JD use the first female dot to not be able to fly I the know, TARDIS? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bruh, come uh, on, come on. Uh, uh, I want to say, <laughs> I fucking, and I've always been an ambassador of Sagan's score, right? I fucking slept on this episode's score forever. Like, I... I I think this episode's score fucking slaps. There is so many bangers in this where I'm like, damn, people are like, Sagan just sits there going, boom, 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 boom. But like in this episode, he's going like, ba 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 Like he's bringing out all these massive fucking numbers and I think it's fantastic. I also want to say before I forget, on my sleep playlist you know I have a bit of a sleep playlist that features a lot of Sagan music I do I do I've gotten a few tracks off it actually good man one of the pieces of score in there is 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 called something that escapes me and I will check it in two seconds Rosa but it's from the episode Rosa (laughs) it's the score that plays right there when they're looking at the asteroid and I think that's a a really fantastic way to finish off the episode oh god it's so funny yeah I love the asteroid I think the scores there are fantastic it's and, called and it, Rosa Parks it ties into that like what, what I was saying before into it being her being like a primary school teacher she's applying it to a like this old thing that for a lot of kids teaching history you know it's a boring thing to teach kids history right and so applying it to this new massive space thing is a very like primary school technique and I just I think that last scene was fantastic the whole thing we got to talk about this bus scene. Yeah. Um, how did you... You know, it's funny. I feel like I feel like uh, Tozen was so much better in this episode as well because they just seemed to give him something to do. I agree. And He uh, actually was given something to do and I think he actually was good. A living icon of freedom is, is what the piece of music's called. You should all check it out. But it took so long though. Her yeah. whole life. <laughs> And that, he, that line literally gets me a little bit, but you know. Uh, <laughs> and, and he got to meet Martha. Martha. Martha what? Martha. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Martin Luther King. He got to meet my boy Martin. Oh, that was and, great. I yeah. I, I yeah. They gave they gave him such good stuff to do, and they gave Yaz a lot to do as well. And I feel like they really focused on the companions who were you know minorities and mm-hmm. i think that was which the right important. way to go which i guess is why i'm kind of beefing with the dot this week because i feel like i feel like they didn't really do anything but i thought they did add these like, i thought it was fine it wasn't a doctor centric episode but i thought yeah she got there, i, I thought the job. i thought she was like fine i i think as a doctor episode i'm glad it was like a doctor almost like a doctor light episode because i feel like i wanted to have more time with the companions like really? yeah I, I thought it was like a pretty just a pretty even spread like i, I don't know mm. i love I watching guess, this uh, i guess agree or disagree aiden let's talk about this bus scene mate. it's important yeah. it's a big one we got it's very tense leading up to it it's very good the way it's executed i think david bradley david bradley the first doctor Dude, I do the that. original I, you might rem- say remember, remember, remember I kept doing that and still do yeah, that yeah, yeah that is I do it all the time Walsh. as well Bradley yeah. Walsh the one yeah. and only the original you might say his performance in there when he's like realised like oh fuck like we gotta we're all gonna be on this bus aren't we I thought that was fantastic that as a twist is a fantastic mm. I'm so glad they were like oh fuck like we were a part of history now like if we move this isn't gonna happen I thought that was really cool yeah 
all of their performances in those final scenes were great. I, I really felt for, um, I mean, for all of them, particularly like the 13th Doctor at that point, because she knows she's kind of brought the companions to this point. But I, I did feel when Rose's getting like yelled at and stuff, the fact that the companions and the Doctor just had to literally sit there with their heads down mm. and like every instinct, these characters are like some of the best of humanity. And but if they if they arc up and try and defend her, then everything that yeah, history will not happen. Might have taken ten years, a hundred more years before yeah. movements were made in, in in regards to racism and things. Like and so I, I was like, that's such like a hard like cut stab in the heart to just have mm. to hear that all happening behind you and you just have to sit there with your head down. I thought that was really neato. Yeah, totally agree, man. I think it's a great scene. I really do. Mm-hmm. Who's the writer who writes with Chris? Uh, Mallory Blackman, who I believe this is her only Doctor Who credit. Yeah, it is. Um, what else does she do? Does she do other TV shows? Because she's great, Let's man. Like out. this is like this is dope. Like yeah, this is dope. this episode really just. <laughs> again, I don't want to say shot me, but like I just generally like was just not expecting to enjoy it as much as I. Did. she has written a lot of books i think i knew that so already, she's an actually. author she's an author mainly okay um, yeah this is the only doctor who credit and she writes a lot of children's stuff which is interesting um like in terms of her books she's done lots of picture books and books for new readers short stories for children that kind of thing and then in terms yeah, of tv awesome, credits man. her limited tv credits are sort of uh, cbbc cbb's related well god bless it what's name again sorry Ma- mallory Ma- mallory blackman yeah awesome man like awesome work. what a talent you know i think this this was such a great collab between her and chris i think they yeah i really think they nailed it and the actress who plays rosa oh fantastic it's fantastic and she, so she's fantastic. she's from sherlock she plays yeah, um, uh, vinette robinson yeah she plays what's the name in sherlock and she was great in that as well um yeah uh, one of the uh, DIs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I thought she, I thought she was fucking flawless. I mean, she was great. She, I think yeah, there was no the accent was perfect. The accent was great. Yeah, which is such a hard thing to do. And I think there wasn't a single time where I was like, "This is just an actress playing a character." Like yeah. I generally just believe that's what Rosa Parks would be like. You know, definitely. And oh man, yeah. what a great episode! Fuck, great I mean, episode. Really, this is probably the first. It's one of the episodes I think in a long time. I've just been like, wow, that really was great. Yeah, like I my, really, really, really liked it. My only, literally, my only flaw is the minus thing, and maybe, and I, I think everyone kind of agreed the song kind of came. It just like comes in really <laughs> strong. Song, yeah, I, I love the song. I think it's a beautiful yeah, song, and I think it's, it's, it's used cute. really well. It's cute, yeah. But I think it just like maybe they didn't have like access to the original master recordings or something because it just needed like a couple more of those piano beats to come in before the vocals come in because it's literally like boom you rise up <laughs> I just need like a bit of a boom <laughs> boom boom and you rise I also love the use of it at the uh, at the end of the episode in the credits it's a nice change and it literally it goes into the Arachnids in the UK it does next it's time so trailer, which is so funny because it's like something's happening with the spiders in the UK rise up <laughs> <laughs> <It's like, what>? <laughs> <laughs> the alternative is putting Storms in it maybe that's what yeah. they do next week I don't remember <laughs> oh bro I love Stormzy uh, okay. Oh god. Talking about this bus sequence, Connor. It yeah. brings me to this new segment, mate. Okay. This new segment that we're doing, like I said, is big doctor energy. Okay. Uh, BDE. And it's basically the moment, like what is the moment of the show? Kind of looking more at like a 
one character thing you know me and Vinny on our Ted Lasso podcast we do a thing called like the MVP of the episode the most valuable player what what character like did the most of that episode and stuff like that so I guess we're looking at like one standout scene maybe one standout performance from a scene in one character for example in Woman Who Fell to Earth I would say Jody on the crane at the end delivering that speech I think is is yeah. the big doctor energy moment what so about, what about last week Last week, I don't think necessarily had a the big cigar. Dr. Energy. The cigar was the... The cigar. The cigar. Got that big Dr. Energy. Is that what the theme's Is that be? the sting you're looking for? I don't know. I haven't heard this thing. Um, the did big... you get Chris Peter make something up for you? No, mate. I have my sources. So welcome for the very first time, Big Dr. Energy. Guy. Coming in with that heat. Big Doctor Energy is sponsored by, and then and then that's when we get our sponsor inserts. Sponsor Pirate here. Life. Pirate Life. It's not sponsored by Pirate Life. Hey, it's for charity. Come on, give him a but shout out. Pirate Life. If you want to sponsor us, go for it. Are you just referring to us as charity? My Big Doctor Energy. I, no, I think drink. any other moment would would just be nowhere near like standing up to this. Rosa standing up on the bus. I think is is got to be the Big Doctor Energy moment of this week, right? Well, I can't pick that now because that's the same as you. Well, you can pick it, mate. We can agree on something. Um, we agree on heaps of things. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I have to go with the bus as well. You've got it, mate. Thanks, Aiden. You've There's made, nothing you, wrong with you've you made saying, me a bus wanker. All you have you to know? do is go. Yeah, I agree. That's all <laughs> I you agree. have to do. I agree. But instead, you yeah. have to be like, yeah, oh, I had to make a big scene. You ruined my fun. Now I no, look dumb. I get show notes fucking late. Okay, that's what my problem. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Well, if I do them um, early, and this has happened before, I, I knew, stuff gets missed out because I knew, there's news that comes out the day before we do look, the show. I just, thought, I just thought it'd be interesting if I had a different one to you. But it, like with an episode like this, it's kind of like it's how could you give it? So yeah, it's like I mean, what's the big dick energy going to be for next week with the Ratners in the UK? Well, Stormzy, completely yeah, Stormzy that's that's going to be mine. Like yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if this segment. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, segments on this show, they drop like flies. Shall we Shall we wrap up? Shall we give our ratings and, and reviews for this week? Yep. Yep. Uh, Do you want to hear Big Doctor Energy again? Sure. Got that Big Doctor Energy. Got that Big Doctor Energy. Oh, oh. That's it. we got to sing along every Welcome time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Big Doctor Energy. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, what are you going to rate it out of 10, mate? Okay, brother, I'm coming in with that heat. Heat? So hot. All right. So spicy. So spicy. Now, Hit me with the spice. Hit what's me with the this, heat. Connor, like in season 11? What? 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 Fuck it. What? What? Nine. 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 I thought you were like 9.99. Yeah, 9.99. Nine. Nine. I really loved it. You are a smart man, and I am also giving it a nine which means we get to fist bump bang ow ow I have enjoyed all three of these episodes so far I've got to say series 11 is a cracker obviously last week wasn't as good as uh, the other two episodes but yeah it's great this episode is fantastic and let me bet let me tell you Arachnids in the UK that's got to be a certified 10 out of 10 how can it not be 
You'd be a fool to not give it a 10. Stupid. It needs to go in the... the we need to have the 50% rule of uh, fame with the episodes that get 10s. Oh. I think it's only been like two or three. Yeah, there's only a couple. I think there was like three or four in the RTD era and then that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. and then like Heaven Sent, I think. Heaven Sent, yeah. yeah. Heaven Sent, Wars of Mars, uh, Empty Child Dances from me and then you gave uh, Human, Human Nature, Nature Family, Family of Blood. Blood a 10. I think that's it. I think that's it though. So what's it. that? Are but we did gonna... you give Midnight? You surely gave Midnight a 10. Nah, I gave it a nine, I think. Because I'm a, I'm a, I don't think that's a 10 episode, you got that but I, I still love it. And a G. Oh, you gave Blink a 10. Oh, fuck, did I? Yeah, so you're just okay. objectively uh, wrong. Blink, I've watched, I think, I think it's the most watched episode. Yeah, I'm the same. That's why I just So I think I kind of, like I just kind of can't watch it anymore, but it, you can't deny it. I actually, do you know what's funny? I rewatched, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to be saying when I tell you this. I rewatched uh, Girl in the Fireplace. <laughs> yep. I, I held for last but uh, yeah rewatched Girl in the Fireplace and I rewatched um, the library with the first part of the part of yep because I'm and you know I'm, I'm a you know I want to please the audience I had COVID and so did my mum and I put on I put on Science and the Library and I, I waited to hear it and I did I was like, oh I love this one <laughs> there you go and I was like hey, hey. and I was like okay I'm going to put on another bang and I put on uh, Girl in the Fireplace she's mm-hmm. like I hate this one. <laughs> Never seen this one. I'm like, Mum, you have. Do you hate when you know you're right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, but they. You're like, I like, did sit with no, your mum. No, seriously, you've seen it. I haven't. I haven't. I'm like, Mum, you have seen this. I'm telling you right now. It's like, well, maybe I was doing what I'm doing now and just cleaning up in the background. Nothing changes. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's so, oh, bro. Our parents are so alike. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> I was like, all right, Mum, chill out. But yeah, it was great. Alrighty, um. That's our show, everybody. Thank That's you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We and watching. love you very much. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 50 Doctor. We'll be back next week to review Arachnids in the UK with a very special guest. Connor, who is our guest? Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. Ozzy. Oz Chris oi, from Ozzy. the Mad Men with a Box Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, podcast oi, oi. will be joining us to review Arachnids in the UK. So a bit of a bit of a soft crossover with Mad Men with a Box over there. They're another, they're yeah. like a live stream focused YouTube channel. Yeah, they got channel. on hiatus. Um, for a couple of weeks, yeah. But yeah. Chris will be joining us, which will be fantastic. That'd be and great, man. I've also been tuning into Scott's uh, live streams. Oh, it's got to lovely Perf listener. Perfy, yeah. yeah. I've been tuning into his live streams awesome. and just chatting mad shit. So chatting mad shit. You know, cool. yeah, shout out to them. We I really are like being like say, We are really are being like Aussie podcast, let's go. Let's get Josh on, we'll get Chris beyond, we're getting Chris mm. on. Yeah, but I feel like in the UK they're probably a bit like more like that as well. Like, oh we'll just stick to the I just think it's how it's happened. The Islanders. The you know the English love. That's, Hello, love. That's what's an Australian. Have you I seen the new episode, Doctor O? Only half my family's moved there. Doctor O. <laughs> you seen the new episode, Doctor O, mate? Doctor O. That's how they talk, eh? You bloody wanker. The 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 announcers on BBC are like, and now a new another episode, episode of Doctor Who. God save the bloody Queen. Oh, the weather's shit. It's wet and it's raining. <laughs> but it, you already knew that. It's always because like it's, just look out the fucking window. <laughs> Let's drink Stella and do a bag of cocaine. <laughs> that's huge. Okay. It's huge in Australia. Bro, you made me sound so bad last episode when you're like, Connor, are you doing drugs this episode? I'm like, bro, do you like, do you like just try and make me look like the worst person? I just set you up. It's my goal every week. I'm like, how bad can yeah, I get I'm like, this bro, week? Bro, like, it keeps me up at night. Like, what am I going to do next? I never felt more shame than that, you know? Well, you shouldn't have Someone done Someone who tuned to the show was like, 
Hey, I, hey I, man, I, do you need... No, I, I remember I was at a pub in Pemberton where I was working and she was like, I just checked out your podcast. The first thing I heard was, Connor, are you drinking pee? And I was like, bro, you got to be joking me. Tell you what, I feel like I'm drinking pee right now with these beers. This, uh, th- yeah, that's our show. Let's wrap hey, it up. Hey, man, they're, they're, they're for charity. Okay, come on. Yeah, I think some proceeds go to charity, which is really great. All of it. Uh, thank you for listening. Subscribe if you haven't already. And we love you. Yeah, join. Uh, we'll be joined by Oz Chris next week. Connor, count us down. Ten, nine, oh, eight, seven, do, six, do, do, five, four, do, do, three, do, 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 two, one. Do, 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 it's a Dan Connor's podcast. We're doing Doctor Who reviews. We're space racist. Doctor Who reviews. Yay! Space racist. I hope you're clapping for fifty percent and not a space. I'm racist clapping for the space racist because I'm a space racist myself. Aiden's a racist, just not from space. Uh, I'm a race. Ist. Minus the ist. I'm I'm a race minus ist. Race subtract. Race subtract the ist. Right. It feels like a race to like the race to the finish line, which is like the grave. Well, one day we'll die. Mm. One day I'll be back. One day. Someday. Someday. So now we're back. Was it? I should, there should not be tears. Can, not... can you do, do do your best William Hartnell impression? Okay. Um, Say, uh, jolly good smack bottom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do that. You'll have a jolly good smack bottom. It needs a bit of string cleaning. Right. <laughs> I like, I'm doing my I like best. how you're you're doing your best. <laughs> yeah. First Doctor in Twice Upon a Time impression. Yeah, I'm doing my best David Bradley impression. Who's William Hartnell? Yeah. William Who? That's actually a Doctor Who Twitter account. William Who? They us. They've obviously forgotten who. Uh, we are. William Hartnell doesn't was. come on the show. Thanks. God. Yeah. How dare Thanks they just in, not invite themselves nothing. on? All right. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>